Hello and welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour. I am Grace Lannon, your host, and I am stoked to be here with you guys for episode two. We are going to be getting into a little bit of an oracle reading. We're going to do a collective reading for December. And let's get into it. I'm excited. So welcome everyone. If you are just tuning in, I am Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium. I practice Reiki. I teach spiritual theories and exercises and I'm here to share with you guys a little bit about oracle readings. We're going to get into a collective oracle reading and then I'm going to be sharing with you the messages that are coming through right now for us as a collective throughout this month of December. We're at the tail end kind of going into the depths of the holiday season right before the end of the year. So I really wanted to share with you what's coming up, kind of what you can do for yourself in this moment, in these weeks. And of course, whenever you listen back to this, my intention is that even if you're at a different time in the year, a different year in the year, um, that the information is still relevant for you. So I'm excited to be here. If you didn't notice, the sound's probably a little bit better than our first episode. I realized, one, probably shouldn't be recording in the car, and two, um, I set up a microphone. So again, this is all just me recording in my house, channeling messages from spirit and kind of giving you guys my knowledge and sharing more about uh, spirituality, metaphysics, different topics like that. Um, but it's, there's no editing. This is, this is, this is it. (laughs) So I appreciate you so much and let's get into it. So today, if you've worked with me, you've probably seen Oracle cards before and they're definitely a big thing in metaphysics that is a tool that people can use. So I kind of want to get into what are oracle cards and I pulled a few cards for us as a group. So I'll share the messages behind those and then we'll get into more of just a collective message for this moment in December that we are in December 2020, the end of a wild year. So what are oracle cards? So oracles basically is another term there is a lot of information and history behind that term but it's another way to describe um, divination or someone that does divination or someone that connects spiritually a psychic a medium where they're using a tool to connect with the other side with spirit and so oracles were often known as seers oracles psychics Someone that could tap in using extrasensory perception to messages for a variety of reasons. And I think in way, way back, it, it was definitely more of um almost like a respected profession. And this information was valued beyond just kind of the circle community of people who are already interested in it. 
So people did value, oh, the information that an oracle is going to put forward. And of course we had, <laughs> um, of course we had colonialism, the Romans, all that history that erased a lot of different cultures and um, ways that people connected spiritually outside of just um, Christianity or um, Judeo-Christianity. So basically, to me, an oracle is a psychic, someone that has the ability to tap into divine wisdom. Oracle, some people also view it more as someone that sees the future. And not all psychics tap into that. Not all psychics want to. And so everyone's kind of doing different things. Psychics, mediums, everyone has a different way that they connect. So an Oracle card is a tool that you can use to tap into that divine wisdom. So you probably are familiar with tarot cards, tarot cards, I believe. So I don't study tarot extensively, so I, I don't want to misspeak, but I believe it's a 78 card deck. So uh, clock me if I'm wrong, but those are all very much associated with a um, specific a specific outline of different archetypes, images, they have different suits that mean different things. So it is um, almost a science where you are studying these and then you apply it to um, the messages and the questions that you're, the messages you're asking for and the questions that you're asking. An oracle card doesn't really have necessarily a set of rules or a set of assigned meanings. So every deck is going to be a different number of cards, different shape, different images. So oracle cards are, there's many different kinds you can get. A lot of people will get angel cards. So those, the ideas that we're asking are guardian angels or different archangels to connect with us through the cards and give us a message. So this could be done by asking a question, interpreting the message that you receive. A lot of times there's different symbols on there, different colors, and those all really link up with what the message is further telling you. And it's all about your own interpretation. So a lot of decks will come also with a little guidebook that has blurbs in there that's like more extensive what this card's about and you can apply that to your life. But what I think is very useful about them when you're first getting into wanting to connect um, with divinatory tools, wanting to connect spiritually, wanting to um, speak to your spirit guides, an oracle card is really helpful because it doesn't have those necessarily assigned meanings. So it's all about what you think the card is about and how that applies to the question you asked. Or of course, it could be just a general, what's what do I need to hear right now? What's the message I need to hear right now? And I find that can be helpful because when we are first starting to connect and open up psychically, intuitively, 
it's a lot about trying to learn how to trust ourselves more, trust the messages that we are receiving. And so a tool like this can allow us to have that flexibility to almost create like a lexicon, like what symbols mean for you individually. So I might see a blue jay. And for me, when I see that, the symbol I associate with it is Palladians, which are a light being, an alien of sorts. But someone else might see it and they think of their grandfather or they think of uh, an old place they went in kindergarten. There was lots of blue jays in the yard. Um, Another example would be things like even in advertising, like we one company might use a symbol like or a color rather that's a better example a color like red and yellow like mcdonald's or something but we might see red and yellow used in like a high fashion um advertisement and it's going to give us a way different feeling so everyone's going to have their different associations with the symbols and with the cards they're pulling. So I think it's a really valuable practice for us to utilize these tools such as Oracle cards when we're first starting out because sometimes it is hard to decipher what you're receiving and to get a picture or a phrase is really going to help confirm for you and give you that tangible connection so it's almost as if spirit can communicate through the cards or through different other tools so that you can interpret what they're saying as the person receiving the message So what do they look like? They're all going to be different. And that's what's so fun about it. There are so many amazing artists out there that make Oracle decks. You can find tons on Etsy that are handmade. I definitely have a lot of favorites. So if you're interested, let me know. I'll send you some people's uh, websites to purchase. And today... I, I wanted to pull some cards for us as a collective. So for every, whoever's listening to this, this is a message for you. So these cards I really like, they're double-sided. So each card has a different crystal associated with it. And on the other side is a different archetype. And so they give us a affirmation something that we can read to ourselves. So I want to share with you the message that came through for us as a group. And with crystals, they hold their own energy. We can get more into crystals on another episode, but you can work with the literal crystal, purchasing it, holding it in your hand, putting it in your lap, putting it on your stomach. You can also work with crystal essences, So that's something that you could take internally. You can wear crystals like jewelry. You can also just simply work with the energy of the stone, which is manifested through the color of the stone. So our stone today is blue topaz. 
So this is a blue stone. And the blue energy for me, what is coming up for us is really connecting with that water energy, ocean energy, rivers, even connecting through the water in the shower if you don't have the ability to access these nature bodies and remembering also that the water is inside of us we are made mostly of water so that's another way we can connect through our physical bodies and there's many different ways to do that so we'll ask them what they suggest but the um the, these cards these are fun cards so Sometimes, like I was saying, there might be angel cards or it might be just simply one word and you kind of get a theme or a message through that. These are crystals and the crystals give us a question. So I'm going to read the questions to us and then again, I'm going to post these on, I don't know if I already said this, but I'm going to post these cards on my Instagram so you can see the image and see how it resonates for you of the blue topaz stone and the question the stone has for us is do you feel the presence of the divine mother do you seek comfort and motherly love align with grace and the ever-present vibration of compassion kindness and mercy Decide to release issues and vibrate at the rate that emanates peace, love, and well-being. Open your mind to allow miracles beyond your dreams to manifest. And these, these cards are, yeah, they're associated with a different archetype. So if you have worked with me before, you've probably seen these cards where they're associated with a different angel. I literally bought this deck today and got really excited about it because the same person made another deck that's connected with the crystals on one side asking us a question and then the other side is connecting us with different masters, mystics, and saints. So the energy that's coming through for us is, of course, Mother Mary. Of course, I mean, this time of year, also, if you're in my medium circle, we've been connecting with Mary a lot. So this doesn't surprise me, but it gives us like a affirmation. So this is something you can say to yourself or simply just take in this almost like an activation right now from Mother Mary. So we'll just call her in to help assist with that. So you might feel something in your body. You may not. Just give me a moment. So as I say this, we ask to bring this activation into your heart space to receive this divine motherly love into your body so that you may receive the feelings of comfort, peace, stillness outside of what you seek in this moment, just stillness. I am an instrument of peace and love. 
I honor the presence of the Great Mother and invoke guidance for everyone, including myself, to embrace peace. I open my ears to hear divine guidance from the divine feminine. My heart is open to divine love. So we'll just allow ourselves to receive this. The other message for us, and I pulled a few more, but um, they have some other stuff to say, so they're telling me this is the most relevant for us. So let's share. The other crystal is serpentine. Serpentine. Opening up that mm, energy, that energy within yourself. Some people call it the Kundalini. It's almost as if the energy from your lower half of your body is able to circulate properly throughout the body. And so serpentine can help us um, remember our ability to remember our ability to breathe properly is what they're saying. It's connecting also to that serpent energy, which is a lot about uh, rebirth. And that's what I see us coming into. I also see Mother Mary coming forward today to help us with that process of like instilling in us the remembrance, the memory of what it is like to give birth. So some people that's physical, like, oh, actually having a child. Other people know that it's not physical. It's creating a new energy on the earth. So that can be through um, service, like putting art out there, putting, doing healing sessions, cooking food at a restaurant, being, um, working at the hospital, and it can also be as simple as being your truest self and sharing that with anyone and everyone by just being. It's not a thing that you have to do. It's just breathing and hanging out and enjoying yourself. That is also a service to the earth right now. So we're bringing forward a lot of energies is what they're saying that will make it more comfortable as we go through this process of rebirth and of course we see this so much in the collective of like uh chaos and pain and lots of not good things but through that there is also the polarity of like extreme positive changes within some within some aspects of our emotions and spiritual bodies so our ability to help others our ability to connect with our higher self our ability to like withstand so it's not like we are using our spirituality to create like a shield where we don't feel no pain and we don't ever leave our house and we don't um talk to anyone who's different than us and then we don't 
talk to people who might think our beliefs are wrong. It's it's not about that because we are here on earth. So we are here to experience everything outside of us as well, which of course is within us. But alas, it's about... bear with me they're explaining it to me it's about being able to hold like a frequency of light so that when you do experience things in life that are stressful or painful or tragic or traumatic that you're able to like continue continue on it's not ignoring because we're integrating we're understanding we're processing we're doing all of that we're not just oh I had that fucked up thing happen and then tomorrow I'm just gonna go to work and be really (laughs) in a good mood and just like have a good day it's not a it's it's not like that either It, it it's just simply that we don't We are moving to a place where we don't have as much of a pull into the tendency to give up, um, hold ourselves back, um, believe that we are crazy, believe that we are um, dying when we are not. Of course, we all do die in the end, but that's just with how they're explaining to me. And we don't really die because it's eternal, but the, it, it, let's not get into that. So, Serpentine. <laughs> um, the question is, and of course, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast or you are drawn to any kind of spiritual work right now yes um it's about f- healing from things that might have happened to you or physical healing or being just mm, curious about connecting with things outside of just day-to-day life but it's also about um being able to help others in that process so some people yeah it might be like uh, more literal like oh I do readings for people but then other people it's again like I said simply just being this frequency where other people feel safe around you other people feel comfortable around you and they're um, comfortable to be themselves around you So Serpentine asks us, this is a question on the card. Are you drawn to empower people on their spiritual path? Do you find comfort in circles of men and women? I'm going to add in non-binary individuals who are aligned with higher paths. Spend time empowering yourself. Be ready to learn and grow alongside others of like mind. Be available to feed and clothe those who need help walking this earthly path. And so 
some people it might be a large part of their path journey life to serve and help others and it's not all the same as like yeah literally doing readings or working as a nurse there's so many different ways that you can help other people along their path and then I think for a lot of people who are just kind of like realizing that they're into stuff like this or maybe they've been really interested in spirituality or magic for a while but they haven't really taken the step to bring it more into their everyday life I think a lot of people are going to be drawn right now going into this new year to advance their learnings around this so some people yeah you can take classes like a People like me teach tons of psyche development stuff, um, things like that, or journeying, like I do a medium circle, you could join us, or another, there's millions of people, I'm sure, <laughs> I don't know about millions, but thousands of people that host circles like that, or if you're more into witchcraft, finding something along that path, but really starting to explore that beyond just in your house and in your mind and then for other people I think they're a little bit maybe like they have started learning some things and now it's about integrating that into like an everyday life so I you know I teach Reiki so a lot of people they'll learn about the Reiki but it's like are they are they doing it mm, I don't know about every day like I try to do it every day but I know that's not realistic for everyone but like are you practicing are you reading the book are you meditating are you taking time to be in silence and it's not about putting pressure on ourselves or feeling bad or like i'm not doing this spiritual thing right because there's no right way to do it and i think if you are someone that is wanting to be serious about doing it for other people, I think it's very important to learn, like take a class or get a mentor, etc. If you're going to be doing readings for other people. And it's not necessarily like, oh, maybe you've been doing it for 10 years and you really know what you're doing. The class might not teach you something, but it will give you that confidence. It will give you that reassurance that I'm doing this right. And these messages are popping. You're hitting. People are crying. People are laughing. This is coming through. I'm really doing this. Or if you're into Reiki, getting into maybe it's harder. There's not as much opportunity for this right now. Like, um to practice hands-on but you can totally practice from a distance so finding someone maybe within your class who wants to trade with you or even I mean you can work with a with your teacher maybe for mentorship or something so that they can help you practice if you're really wanting to step into that next level of serving others in that way so of course that message isn't for everyone. I know not everyone wants to do readings, but some people that's their path and, and I'm here to help you along that, that in that aspect. So really what's coming, oh, and the 
the energy, the archetype that's associated with this card is Bridget, St. Bridget's. And I'm familiar with her, but I have not actively worked with her. So I'm looking forward to learning a little more about her. And so the message is coming through from Bridget. I affirm the well-being of myself and others. I remember the miraculous powers within my body, mind, and spirit. I am blessed with good health, prosperity, and fabulous friends and colleagues. Wherever I go and whatever I do, I share my many blessings. So that's really rings true is like wherever I go, whatever I do, I share my many blessings. So some people maybe are sharing monetary blessings, buying from other people's businesses, um, supporting others financially in this way, but other people, the blessing is not, it's not always, um, through that, like one lens of, uh, monetary blessings. So sharing your time, share, sharing simply again, that frequency, that energy that you are with others is so helpful in ways that you might not be able to understand. So as simple as maybe you're posting a funny TikTok and you just lit up so many people's days who are having a really hard day, a really dark day, like they just are on the internet scrolling and just feeling like shit and they see your TikTok and it's 15 seconds of their life that made them feel good. And that might seem frivolous to a lot. But literally everything that you do can have an impact in a way that you don't understand. So standing in your authenticity, being that real true self, sharing the laughter, the parts of you that maybe you feel ashamed of. If you're ready to work through that, being able to start kind of looking at that and see how you can bring healing for yourself into your, the shame. That's a big thing for me. I've been working on my whole life and it's really, um, being able to clear that and I'm still working on it so that we can help other people move beyond that shame where they feel like they're not good enough. And a lot of this month, the theme has been coming through so hard for me, for clients in my medium circle, just on <laughs> Instagram, wherever um, is that comparison, that theme of us just feeling like we are not good enough. Everybody else is already doing it. Like nobody cares what I have to say. Um, feeling like maybe someone in your family is doing better than you or that there's like almost a competition among people that in your workplace everyone's kind of showing up differently for but i think the main theme is that we're all coming back to we're being asked to because we don't we're not going to do unless we make the decision and the, and the action put the action towards bring this into our lives but we're being asked to release the comparison and come into our truest self, the real you. 
And maybe literally you do not know who that person is at all. So first step, getting to know yourself. Some people have been in relationship after relationship after relationship as a relationship and they haven't had a moment to be single or breathe. Or maybe they've been alone and single forever or living alone and just, this is me. <laughs> well, I live with my sibling, but um, like <laughs> being alone all the goddamn time, it's there's aspects of you that you haven't gotten to know yet because you don't have like almost that um, like mic one check like back and forth from with another person. So even though the pitfalls of working in retail and things like that can be extremely irritating, I've done it, it is somewhat interesting to really see the reflection of yourself within people that are coming through so when you're having a bad day everyone's a bitch you know what I'm saying so we're really releasing the comparison we're being asked to we're being asked to release it we're being asked to release the self-doubt especially when it comes to spiritual spiritual knowledge because a lot of people have been in the closet as they say about this type of work and maybe maybe they're finally ready to start sharing and that's exciting and it may seem like oh, oh okay everyone's a witch now like it's trendy I think that's positive in some aspects because it's so it's feeling safer for people to talk about uh, their meditation practice or their altar or um, you know more people are open to receive psychic readings things like that so whether or not you're thinking about wanting to pursue doing work for other people or you're really just wanting to start being more serious about your own personal connection this month the end of the year really setting those intentions that you're going to make the time to to take care of the energy body to connect some people might have the intention of connecting with a specific spirit or they might have the intention of just wanting to kind of connect more with their intuition like they have a hard time making decisions so this is something that would be beneficial for them so it's not far out of reach for you again the best way that you can begin this process is just simply sitting in silence for like five minutes a day being still that's the first step if you want to start playing around with it more as in 
doing readings for yourself, I would get an Oracle deck and just pick one that you're drawn to there. I have like 10, I have probably have more, I don't know how many, I have a lot and they're all going to have a different kind of vibe, a different kind of theme. So pick one that feels good to you and just start pulling one card a day and journaling what your interpretation is for your life. So say you pulled the serpentine card. What would that come up for you? What would you think of when you think of serpentine, when you think of snakes, when you think of green energy, when you think of rocks? So I invite you to do this for like a month. If you don't have an Oracle deck, you could use crystals. If you have like a couple different crystals, picking one up and asking, what is the message for me today? You could do this also by again, just simply sitting in silence. So you're sitting in silence. You ask, what is the message for me today? You think of waffles. Maybe you're hungry, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing, there's nothing associated with that whatsoever. So I think a lot of it is we're trying to clear our mind. We're trying to clear our mind. The mind is giving us messages as well. Yes. Sometimes we've got to differentiate our fears from the truth. But that's a learning curve. So they're saying for us to step into for the end of December, they suggest to do this practice with the journaling and the cards or sitting in silence for the next like month is what they say. And to check back. at the progress that you've made. So you can ask specific questions, but I think what they're saying for this exercise, they're asking the question to be, what is the theme of today? What is the message for today before you pull your card or before you meditate and then write about what your interpretation is. So for some people, this might be really difficult. So you can literally write anything. It's not, it's not, again, there's no comparison. It's not like you have to pull a whole life story from the card. You could just be like, oh, I pulled a card that says trust. That makes me feel like I need to trust myself. It could be simple. But it's really about the act of writing that down and kind of like solidifying that as your association, your message. So when you get that card again, you have kind of like, um, again, a lexicon, a connection and association for what you felt when you pulled the card the first time or what was going on in your life at that time. So it's really helpful to write the dates as well on there so that you can kind of check back and see 
your progress. So put the dates on your journal entries is what they're saying. So I'm going to try this. I mean, I, this is already a big part of my life, but I'm going to listen. This is a message for me too. I'm going to do some journaling. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. And let me ask if there's any more messages for us at the end of this the month of December 2020. So they're saying some people might be experiencing pain in the back of their head and neck. And this is, of course, there may be physical reasons, but this is a lot associated with kind of like, again, those new energies, those higher frequencies of energy coming into the earth. So you're kind of um, like adapting to that right now. So you might be experiencing some physical issues and they're saying it might be helpful to like a physical pain in the back of the head uh, and neck. So it might be helpful. They're saying to put like a heating pad, just put some heat behind there and to, let's see. Yeah, so they're saying this is, sounds weird, but we'll try it if you feel it. Um, they're saying to put your head on like a heating pad or a hot, hot, some kind of heat. And then to tap the top of your head, they're saying three times. I'm hearing spitting in a cup weird and breathing out the mouth is what they're telling me so try it let me know <laughs> let me know how it goes um if you're experiencing anything like that of course there might be physical things going on so take care of your body as well but they're saying that's kind of a way to move through the energy side of things I wonder why they're saying that. They're saying it's like a symbol of clearing the lungs. So you could spit in a cup, like if there's mucus or something, but if there's not a lot of spit, just kind of like you're kissing, um, you're blowing kisses like that. So they're saying that's a symbol of cleansing the lungs to them. So these are um, like guides of mine and they, they help along with, uh, they describe it as activations of the energy body. So sometimes when things are going on in the sky and collectively, we might receive these activations is how they describe it. And so some of these weird motions are helping us process it. So let me know. All right. So thank you guys. We're going to give thanks to the guides and we have to close out this portal. December 2020. 
thank you guys so much. This is episode two of the Angel Face Magic Hour. This has been our collective message for what's been going on in December, what is coming through for the rest of the year. I will be back in 2021 with some more episodes. We're going to be doing some more how-tos and informational episodes and a little bit more about me, who I am. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you all. Please subscribe, rate, do the things. Hopefully the sound is a little better on episode two. So I'm so excited to just see how the podcast grows and evolves this next year. I'm really excited we decided to take the initiative to just start it and I'm excited to see how it grows and what I learn and what I can share from divine guidance so thank you guys again I'm Grace Lannon and this is the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast and I will see you in January all right bye-bye bye-bye